Well, hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Reverend Cassandra Ray, the spiritual director for the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock. And I just am so delighted to tell you, Happy New Year. <laughs> Do you feel that sense of like, ha, ah, like we made it. We're starting over. We're setting that reset button. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it, it feels like a, a little bit of, of maybe a, a break after running a marathon. And I don't know about you, but I've never ran a marathon, <laughs> no, nor do I want to run a marathon. <laughs> so I am so grateful to take this breath and this break with you here today. We are an inclusive and progressive learning center of practical spirituality based in the lower mainland in British Columbia, Canada. And we welcome you from wherever you are in the world. That is a blessing of Zoom. And we practice and teach tools for transformation, for authentic self-expression and for conscious living. So wherever you are on your path, whether you're struggling or soaring, there is a place for you here. And as we begin our gathering here today, I would like to pause and take a moment to recognize that I live and work on the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish First Nations, including Pwikwetlam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Stalo Nations. So now let us ground our time together today. Let's ground into love and presence and spirit. I invite you to, to turn within, to take a breath, to just let yourself soften into this ever-present now moment, this unfolding of spirit itself. I just take this time to recognize and turn my attention toward this infinite truth that there is one life living in through and as all life everywhere. That it connects everyone and everything through this common source, this one source. And I take a moment to remember that that the gift of life comes with this birthright of creativity, of joy, of worthiness, of connection and purpose. And so I just recognize and accept these gifts for myself this day. And it is in this acceptance and grounding in oneness that I recognize that my word has power that the words I use and choose, that they are creative. And so I channel that power this day to each and every one that is here, knowing on behalf of all that each one of us is an absolute gift in this life. No matter what each one of us has gone through, no matter the mistakes or the challenges, the strife or the successes that each one of us is a divine gift and blessing that the entire universe has come together to birth each one of us at this time in this place 
And so I recognize that life is a gift, that each one here is a gift. And so what I know of this gathering is that it is, it is a revelation of the love that exists within each one of us that wants to be known, that wants to be acknowledged, received, and amplified. And so I give gratitude and thanks for this time together. Before it even happens, I am so grateful for the way in which it unfolds. I'm grateful for the technology. I'm grateful for each and every volunteer the hours upon hours that have, have built a foundation of container for transformation for each one of us to step into this day, for the consciousness of at least 25 years that has, that of this center's life that has brought forward this gathering today. And so I give thanks for Linda Kidder, for each and every practitioner, and for everyone that tunes in to this gathering today. It is with a, a heart that is open, overflowing, that I release these words into that divine law of mind, that perfect action of law, knowing the universe says yes, I give myself to this answered prayer, letting it be, and so it is. So welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> mm -hmm. We're diving in. And on this first Sunday of a brand new year, when most of us are setting resolutions, intentions, or new goals, I want to talk to you about learning to love yourself because it's the foundation of all becoming. And before I jump in, well, and because, you know, love would have it this way, um, you know, I, I write these talk titles and descriptions, you know, many weeks before they actually come about. And, and, and one week ago today, um, I lost my pet, <laughs> my sacred pet named Angel. And um, she had been quite sick for a couple of months. And so we were not surprised by her passing. Um, but it's definitely been, um, you know, definitely in the middle of a grieving process. And there was, part of me that didn't want to talk about it at all today because I wanted to kind of put it in a little box and put it over there. But here's what happened. Um, you know, in order for me to write these talks, it's a process of opening my heart to the message that wants to be shared. So it wasn't possible for me to write today's talk without opening my heart. And my little angel, uh, she, she, she was living on the streets and she showed up at my ex-husband's house um, 
and they sent a picture to my daughter of this little dog. Angel was, well, when we first got her, she was like a four pound chihuahua. Um, she, we plumped her up for sure. <laughs> but when she first showed up, my daughter showed me a picture of her and I looked at the picture and I said, that's my dog. And her name is Angel, you know, and it, I didn't, I'd never seen her. I, I didn't, it was just a completely intuitive thing. And, and so I just find it so remarkable that this first day coming back after losing her, um, that I'm here to speak about love. Because Angel loved me without abandon, you know, without limits. Like, I don't know if any of you have, have if you've ever been a dog's person, right? And what that feels like, what that's like. I was Angel's person. And here she is, this little tiny being. She would launch herself at me. She would literally throw her entire being at me. And she demanded to be on my lap, in my arms, and in my heart from the very first time I met her. I walked into my ex-husband's house and I, and I went into the backyard where she was and I, I, I kneeled down to greet her and I was actually wearing a dress. She jumped into my lap. My dress kind of caught her, right? She jumped into my dress. I picked her up and I took her home and, I, and, and she taught me more about unconditional love, you know, and it, um, that love has not died with her, right? That love is a lesson that I get to keep for my entire life. She has opened my heart. And, and in fact, you know, I get to share that love even with my family members, right? Like my family benefits because I've felt this, this love and, and so today I just, you know, put aside all of my expectations about who I'm supposed to be as a minister, right? And as a spiritual leader. And I just want to connect with you heart to heart because that's the value of spiritual community, right? Like when we can come together and we can be with each other, even when we're grieving. Right. And, and even, you know, I get it now too, why we call it a celebration of life because the things that, that your pets and your people bring to you, they are meant to be celebrated. And so I open my heart to this message today. And I'm so glad, I just need a tissue here. <laughs> I'm so glad that, that we're talking about love today because it is the foundation of all becoming. Now here at the Centers for Spiritual Living, 
we practice something called the science of mind. And, and what is that? You know, what is that? Well, science of mind views God as the divine presence that infuses all life and the divine power that gives life. So this presence and power, it does not live up in the sky and you don't have to earn its good graces. In fact, you are it. Like this divine presence is your presence. This divine power is your power. And our endeavor is to expand our minds and hearts to be the presence and to accept the power. So we use affirmative prayer to align ourselves with what we know is true in order to create what we want to experience. We call this the creative process. And I like to think of it in this way that we plant seeds of thought into the creative soil of the universe that then unfold into and as our lives. So if all I have to do is think about what I want, then why don't I have it yet? Yeah, that's a question we come back to over and over again, right? And it's because you must actually believe in this process, in the creative process, and you must actually believe in your ability to use it. You must be open to accepting the gifts as they come to you. And you must keep yourself aligned with what you want until you embody it and it shows up in your life. I mean, that's, that's the tricky part, right? Staying aligned with it until it shows up. And if it's not showing up, then there's some limiting belief inside of you that must be rooted out. So there's just, there's something hanging out that you're not aware of that's, that's stopping this creative process. So this is what I believe is the biggest barrier to your creative power and experiencing what you truly want is actually the ability, or let me say inability, to be with the full spectrum of human emotion. And let me repeat that, because I was even confused saying it. <laughs> um, oh, maybe it's because of this. Hold on one second. Here we are together as humans. So the, 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 the biggest barrier to, to realizing your creative potential is the inability to be with the full spectrum of human emotion. This is what I think really stops us from experiencing what we want to experience. And why? Why does it come down to the inability to be with how we feel? Because limiting beliefs 
the limiting beliefs that stop us from realizing what we want, they feel like shame, guilt, anger, desperation, hopelessness, all the emotions that we don't want to feel, that we push away, push down, um, all of that's, that's what those limiting beliefs feel like. But when you have the ability to be with the energy and emotion of your experience, even when it feels horrible, then you have the power to harness that energy toward the fulfillment of your dreams and desires. And so I believe that it is the power of love that is going to guide each one of us into the full expression and experience of joy, peace, fulfillment, and purpose. And this is why, thankfully, I chose this book called Radical Compassion by Tara Brock as our book of the month for this first month of the year. It's called Radical Compassion by Tara Brock. And she says, and when I get stuck in painful emotions, it brings me to a repeating realization, an insight that has profoundly changed my life. I have to love myself into healing. The only path that can carry me home is the path of self-compassion. Mm. I have to love myself into healing. Love myself into healing. Love might not be the first thing you think about when you think about, um, you know, setting a goal or an intention, but it is this willingness to be with what's happening inside of yourself. that can help you move through it. Even this grief that I felt this week with the passing of my angel, I have to allow that sadness to be here with me so that it can do its natural course of running through me. So in Radical Compassion, Tara Brock teaches us how to do that. And oh my goodness, right? Like, isn't this like the biggest gift? <laughs> this is the biggest personal gift I could receive right now. You know, and I picked this, you know, weeks ago. And, you know, thankfully, thankfully, Spirit knew that I would need this right now. And my hope is, too, that, that it really serves you as deeply as it is serving me right now, that we can hold on to each other as we continue to navigate this world. And as we continue to open our heart to what we want, even if the world says to close your heart right now. So she teaches us a practice called RAIN, 
in this book, this book teaches us this practice called RAIN that helps us to clear out emotions that stand in between, you know, where we are and where we want to be. So RAIN is an acronym and it starts with the letter R. And R stands for recognize what's going on inside of you. Recognize what's going on inside of you. Now, uh, I wanna mention that this RAIN process, you know, you can apply it like on a bigger scale you know, maybe there's a, a book you want to write or you have a bigger project. And so you can definitely apply this process, you know, on a big level, taking time out to journal with it. But I also want to let you know that this process of rain can just be with you in everyday moments. And you can simply stop for a few moments to practice rain, no matter where you are or what you're doing. So, for example, yesterday, you know, I was really needing to, you know, write my talk and, and I, I couldn't bring myself to do it. You know, part of it was because I needed to open my heart in order to do that, right? And, and honestly, where I found myself yesterday was needing to practice rain. So I sat down with it and I, and I thought, okay recognize what's going on, what's going on. And I recognized that I felt lonely. And that it was easier, it was easier to close my heart and not feel anything than it was to, to feel what I was feeling. And so I just stopped and I just recognized, oh, I'm lonely. I miss Angel. I would rather not feel right now than feel what's here. And I took a breath. This next letter in rain is A. And A is for allow. Allow, allow what's happening by breathing and letting be without trying to fix, change, or judge. Okay, <laughs> so deep breath, right? <laughs> deep breath. And I, once I recognized what was happening, I thought, okay, I'm gonna let this loneliness be here. I'm not going to try to change it or fix it or feel any different. I'm going to allow it to be here. This is where I'm at. And I have to admit, that's this is a pretty hard thing to do. I wanted to change it. I wanted to fix it. I wanted to make it go away. I wanted to feel better. But I just allowed it. Yeah. And the I 
is for investigate. Investigate. And Tara Brock, she encourages us to just ask, like, well, what is this part of me believing? What is this part of me believing? And what is this part of me needing right now? And so, you know, when I, when I sat with myself, pulling out my journal, I journaled the brain process for myself because that's how I process through writing. And I, I realized that, you know, that, that part of me even wants to remain, that part of me believes I'm alone in this process, right? That no one can understand how I feel, that no one can feel the pain and loss of a pet, that nobody can, this is super unique, right? And, and part of me, part of me wanted to stay alone in that process, right? what is that part of me needing? So what was I needing? I actually, what I realized was that I just needed to give myself a break. That I did want, you know, a hug from Will. I just, I did really want connection. I didn't really want to be alone in it. And, and it leads me right into N, which is nurture. N is nurture. And Tara, in her example in the book, because she, she, she teaches by telling stories. So if you love reading stories, you'll love radical compassion. She said, I sent a gentle message inward to the part of me that was anxious. For her, she was going through anxiety. For me, I was going through loneliness and grief. And so the question is, you know, what was I willing to do? What was I willing to do for myself to nurture myself in that moment? And, you know, I did go and get a hug from Will. And I just said it out loud. I'm lonely. And he just held me and he said, I know. It's hard. And through this process of rain, I then re-engaged and the rest of this talk simply flowed out of me because I was living it, right? I was living the talk I needed to give. I was living the message that is ready to be shared. And I will just tell you that, that my commitment in my ministry is to embrace my humanity while knowing my divinity. It's always both. I see them as intricately connected. 
I am both human and divine at the same time. I am both temporary and permanent at the same time, right? And, and so living in that moment with all that's here, with all that I feel and practicing rain, it helped me re-engage. Before rain, I was really um, putting off what I needed to do. I was um, working on a puzzle, a jigsaw puzzle. I love puzzles. And the funny thing is, is that before I practiced rain, I was doing a puzzle with Netflix on in the background. And after I practiced rain, I went back to doing my puzzle and having Netflix on in the background. Of course, in between, I got that hug from Will and said my, shared my truth, invited someone in to be with me with that. But I wasn't actually doing anything different before and after. But what was different was in my heart and mind. I wasn't unconsciously numbing out anymore. It was actually nurturing for me to do a puzzle and to watch Netflix and to let go of expecting myself to not be lonely right now. Of course I'm lonely right now. Angel was my constant companion, constantly touching some part of my body 24 seven. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating there. The only time we were apart in these last couple of months, I kid you not, was when I was taking a shower. <laughs> and even then, she was feeling so sick in her tiny little body that even while I was showering, she would come check on me. She would come in the bathroom. She would open the door with her little nose and she would come in the bathroom and she would look at me and she'd be like, okay, there you are. And then she would go lie down again. Yeah, yeah, well, these are the questions for you. These are the questions. There was four questions we went through today. Rain, right? The first one, what's going on inside of me? What's going on inside of me? Can, can I allow, can I be present with what's happening? Investigate, what am I believing? What do I need? And four, what am I willing to do to nurture myself? These are the questions for you this week. To use these questions to practice rain, to love yourself through life, even if you're not grieving like I am, to love yourself through your projects, your passions. You know, love is the power that birthed you. It is the power that's available to you. And it is the energy in which we all return. When this temporary human life is over, we return to this infinite love. Love is what will bring you the experience of your goals and intentions, your dreams and desires. It's the energy that has the power to heal anything in your life. You can come over anything. You can get through anything with this love. And so my way of honoring myself and angel is to 
love as big as that little dog lived. I am going to throw my heart open and launch myself at my dreams in honor of Angel. She taught me that. She showed me that. And I hope that you will hold my hand as we jump into living the absolute best life we can live, loving ourselves and each other along the way. And so it is.